Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. There broke out a severe persecution of the church in Jerusalem, and all were scattered throughout the countryside of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Devout men buried Stephen and made a loud lament over him. Saul, meanwhile, was trying to destroy the church. Entering house after house and dragging out men and women, he handed them over for imprisonment. Now those who had been scattered went about preaching the word. Thus Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed the Christ to them. With one accord, the crowds paid attention to what was said by Philip when they heard it and saw the signs he was doing. For unclean spirits, crying out in a loud voice, came out of many possessed people, and many paralyzed and crippled people were cured. There was great joy in that city. The word of the Lord. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Shout joyfully to God, all the earth. Sing praise to the glory of his name. Proclaim his glorious praise. Say to God, how tremendous are your deeds. Let all on earth worship and sing praise to you. Sing praise to your name. Come and see the works of God, his tremendous deeds among the children of Adam. He has changed the sea into dry land. Through the river they passed on foot. Therefore let us rejoice in him. He rules by his might forever. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the crowds, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger, and whoever believes in me will never thirst. But I told you that although you have seen me, you do not believe. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me, and I will not reject anyone who comes to me because I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. And this is the will of the one who sent me that I should not lose anything of what he gave me, but that I should raise it on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have eternal life, and I shall raise him on the last day. The Gospel of the Lord. Do you know what a Janissary is? It is Turkish for new soldier. Centuries ago, the Muslim Turks, when successful in military campaigns against Christian lands in the Balkans, would enslave Christian boys of noble birth and good stock. They would forcibly circumcise them and convert them to Islam and train these Christian boys in the art of war. These new soldiers, these Janissaries, were supervised 24 hours a day, prohibited from marrying and could take up no other skill than war. Consequently, these extremely disciplined Christian-born young men became elite soldiers in the service of the Sultan. One of the most famous Janissaries was an Albanian from the town of Skatari known as Skanderbeg. Tall, narrow at the waist, and broad at the soldier shoulder, Skanderbeg was the perfect fighting machine. He was such a force that after 20 years of enslavement, he became a general for the Turks. But the interesting thing about Skanderbeg is that his indoctrination to Islam never really took hold. He secretly remained loyal to Christ, and he was especially devoted to the Virgin Mary. 
In fact, there was a shrine in Skanderbeg's hometown that contained a mysterious icon of Mary and the Christ child. It was known as Our Lady of Scutari. No one in Scutari was sure where the icon came from or who was the artist. The consensus was that the icon dated from apostolic times. In 1443, Skanderbeg helped lead an invasion into Catholic Hungary. But during the assault, Skanderbeg switched sides. Taking a large contingent of Catholic soldiers with them, they routed the Muslim Turks. Then for two decades, against all odds, Skanderbeg kept the Turks at bay in Albania. Becoming well known for his courage, Pope Nicholas V called Skanderbeg the champion and shield of Christendom. Skanderberg died in January of 1467, but his successors did not have his zeal for the faith nor his devotion to the Blessed Virgin. By April of 1467, the Turks closed in on his hometown of Scutari. As the Turks approached across the Adriatic Sea in Italy, 25 miles southeast of Rome, a widow had been attempting to get a 5th century church rebuilt in the village of Genesano. The widow was laughed at because she had ran out of money. But on April 25th, on the Feast of St. Mark, beautiful music was heard from the sky and a mysterious cloud appeared. The cloud descended and landed on one of the foundational walls of the unfinished church. When the cloud dissipated, witnesses noticed a small icon, 15 by 17 inches of the Virgin Mary, holding the child Jesus. How did it get there? And how was it affixed to the wall? There was nothing holding it up. An investigation later found that the icon had been painted on a thin layer of porcelain, of eggshell thinness, and could never have been moved by human hands. Where did it come from? Two Albanian refugees showed up a couple weeks later and swore it flew off the wall of their church in Scutari. They said they heard the Virgin say she refused to be desecrated, so she flew across the Adriatic Sea into Italy and landed on the wall in Genesano. Investigators went to the church back in Scutari and noticed an empty space, 15 by 17 inches, in the plaster wall. Numerous miracles were immediately attributed to the icon, which became known as Our Lady of Good Counsel. 100 years later, in 1571, a great naval battle took place east of Albania in the Gulf of Corinth. Against all odds of what became known as the Battle of Lepanto, Catholic forces smashed the Muslim navy, which afterward would never again threaten Europe by the sea. Pope Pius V attributed the victory at Lepanto to Our Lady of Good Counsel's intercession. In the 1940s, during World War II, a bomb destroyed the sanctuary and altar of the church in Genesano. A few yards away, the icon remained on the wall, unharmed. 500 years after her flight from Albania, Our Lady still refused to be desecrated. April 26, today, is the Feast of Our Lady of Good Counsel. The woman who asked her son to perform signs, the woman who is willing to give us good counsel and instruction to her children, if we only ask. <laughs>